Shane McElrath. I'm not even sure how I would describe it. It's yeah. great to watch, but what's it like to do three main events? Somehow come away with the podium, but you were battling yeah. every, each and every race. Dude, tonight. it was uh, very intense. Like the the little breaks we had in between the, the races weren't long enough. Does like your heart rate come down no, at all now? No, it, I mean it's. Dude, it's trying to stop sweating, trying to get a drink of water, trying to set the whole shot button, put your helmet and goggles back mm -hmm. on. Like, you literally didn't have time to do anything. So, um, but honestly, just just the learning part of it, kind of going through it, we were we were learning all day that okay, you got to go do this, do it this, this, this. So we were we were kind of having to adapt on the fly, but. As I mean, next next time we'll have a better idea on how how the schedule goes, and um, yeah, it was very intense. There was a lot of bumping and banging yeah. out there, and uh, my starts did not make it very fun. So uh, I had a blast racing. Definitely need to fix my starts, but um, man, what a, what a great first round of the World Supercross Series, and yeah. And what did it feel like to be back on a 250 Yamaha? You had a lot of success on that previous time. Was it nice yeah. familiar to you? Uh, yeah, it's definitely familiar. Honestly, it's for me. I I want to build my confidence back up. I want to want to kind of learn to race again because my last two years in the 450 class, just injuries and and some team issues. Like it's uh, yeah, I've I've really done 10 races total so um, I really want to get my confidence back up I I want to be on the 450 one day and I and I want to make the transition good though and I, I don't feel like I've done that so I thought you lost like yeah. your momentum from yeah. the momentum you had at yeah. the star yeah are you what's happening next year for you then you uh, nothing yet okay. we, we have a two-year deal with Rick though okay. so um, I'll be back for World Supercross okay. next year and uh, yeah we'll see so this is a good sort of warm-up if there yep. is anything for American yep. you've shown your you're still yes. quick on the yep. as well. Yeah. So yeah I'm I'm excited about that. For for me it's just getting getting my confidence back and um, learning learning how to be aggressive again. Like I just I felt like I didn't make that transition very well to the four fifty class and what was the uh, what was the toughest thing about it? I know you were injured so it wasn't totally yeah. a fair reflection of it. Honestly for me I, I think that probably was it. Um, in 2020, because of COVID, our outdoor series on the 250 went till mid-October, yeah. and then I was on the the Moto Concept Honda for like four or five weeks, and then I got hurt. So then I missed uh, the first five rounds of Supercross that year. I raced twice, and then I got hurt again. So it's it's been a rough run the last two years, but I just I want to I want to build back up. And what do you think of being in Wales? I don't know if you've heard of Wales before, part of the UK. Yeah. How did you find the whole place and environment? The stadium is pretty impressive. Yeah, honestly, it's been a lot of fun. Um, just super cool to be over here with my wife. We're just we just celebrated five years uh, of being married and just getting to uh, see different cultures. We've yeah. never uh, we've been to Mexico once, okay. um, like on an anniversary, but. Uh, yeah, this is really our first our first time traveling out of the states, so it's been a lot of fun. At least here, this we speak English, so oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's really good. I, we, we'll have to to work on some things when yeah. we start going to, to other countries, yeah. but for now we're good. Good job, thank you, yeah. um, Adam Bailey. That's we've made history, the first WSX, and I thought considering it's your first go at this, it ran really, really well. You must be happy and, and proud with how it ran, no hiccups or anything. God, it was all very professional, and the racing was good, the format was good. 
and it was pretty much packed out, out there, so it was perfect, really. Yeah, definitely wasn't perfect, but we're, we're wrapped. I mean, for a first one, you know, I mean, um, to, see the, to have the racing be so good and to see, you know, 36-odd thousand people happy and having a great time, like, that's the, the, the reward, the major reward. The, the riders had fun, um, you know, our broadcast looked good. But, you know, operationally, there are lots of things to improve on. We know the track could improve. We know, um, you know, some of our um, systems need to improve, definitely. Um, and we'll, we'll debrief, you know, thoroughly <laughs> over that now. Um, but, you know, it is the first one, you know, um, we're not in our home country. So to, to do the first one internationally out of Australia was always going to be a bit of a challenge because when you're in your home country, you can pull favours, you know. When here, we couldn't pull so many favours. So um, we're stoked. Lots of, lots of work to do and lots of improving, but we're happy. And how was it for you? This weekend was it stressful? Were you running everywhere trying to do things, or was it actually quite calm? Like, just talk me through your weekend, really, and how well, like, did you get to go and enjoy the race? And was it honestly for me? It was really, really good. It was it was the smoothest, um, calmest event that I've ever been a part of, which I'm really proud of. Um, there was definitely things, like I said, that need improving and a bit frantic behind the scenes in areas, you know. But overall, this entire week, you know, huge hats off to our operations team and our production team. Our, our entire SX Global team was so professional and organised and diligent and they worked their, their butts off um, that when I got here it was you know really really smooth and under control and I did get to enjoy it and, and watch it from a fan's perspective which is important to, to be able to see you know areas to improve on. And coming into the event there has been a little bit of negativity but I actually think now any of the media here will actually be very positive about the event so I think it just goes to show you got to be open-minded and give things a go sometimes, and maybe you'll be surprised if it can be a success. So I think tonight gives you something very important to build on, especially for 2023, I think. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I think, um, you know, like, change is always challenging for people, and um, we also realise and appreciate that we have to prove ourselves. Like, you can only talk about something for so long, and... and um, you know, I think we were just excited and really looking forward to actually getting an event done and, you know, at least showing what we've been working on and showing the level that we want to raise it to, even if it is our very first one. Um, and we do think there's room to improve. It was still a great start. So, you know, I mean, we want everyone on board the journey. I know it'll take take a bit of time, but hopefully um, hopefully, all the, you know, um, everyone will get on board in time. And just on the format, seeing it in practice, how do you think it went? I think from a fan's point of view it is great but from the rider's point of view it's pretty chaotic I mean they don't get any time literally between each moto would you maybe be open to changing it in the future maybe doing like SX2 then WSX and it could still be flat out then and then the riders maybe get a little bit more time in between and then maybe making each uh, main event a little bit longer too to see even more racing possibly I mean possibly well we open to anything really I think um, you know I chatted to Eli about it before asked his opinion we'll obviously hear what the fans think you know um, and we'll constantly try and adapt and improve we're, we're certainly not stuck in our ways and this is the way it's going to be but we'll we'll listen to everyone take the feedback on board and, and you know see how we adapt for next year for sure and just on the track I, I mean I don't think anybody really knew what to expect coming here I think if we were to compare it to MA, it's probably one of the more basic MA tracks, but it's still a good starting point. Looking to the future, do you want to bridge the gap more to the more technical AMA track, or are you happy with that kind of track, or what are you looking for the long term goals? Um, I think whatever creates the best racing, like that's really our, regardless of the track being simple or technical, the racing is what we're the most focused on. I think we achieved that this weekend. I know, I know the dirt was was a bit slick and made it more difficult for the riders, but also the racing was great. So 
I think um, I don't think we're in a hurry to go to a more technical or follow the AMA necessarily. Like we just want to focus on on what we're trying to do, and um, and we'll just listen to the fans, listen to the riders, and keep trying to adapt. You know, at the moment, obviously the factory teams aren't totally on board with this. Long term, are you hoping that they buy into it, and then maybe next year or in years to come, we can have the full. If, I mean, obviously we had Roxon and Eli here, best riders in the world, but maybe the likes of Bam Bam, you know, Anderson, all those guys line up. Is that the long-term goal that you'd like to achieve? I mean, the, the, our model is different in the sense that we won't have factory-owned teams. We'll have the team owners we have, you know, other team owners that will be. Um, but we do hope that manufacturers support those teams and that they support the riders to be part of those teams and support them with equipment. And, and you know, understandably, they probably needed to see the platform that we were going to produce to justify that. And I know they're definitely watching. Um, so, you know, hopefully that we've at least shown them and that the teams have showed their capability and their professionalism that the manufacturers Manufacturers will support them moving forward. That's that's the plan for us. Yeah, and just on the format, I mean, it is chaotic in the in the motos. For the fans' point of view, that's better, and I think maybe it's an eye opener for some other series and. Maybe they'll try and copy you now because that's madness out there. Yeah, and I think it's a balance because the madness is great entertainment and the unpredictability is what fans want. I mean, me, I as a fan loved it because I think it's unpredictable and you don't know what's going to happen. And I know there's a balance and, and the, this is where there's a trade-off because the riders would like more time and the teams would like more time, but at the same time, the, 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 what, the chaotic... Um, part of it is what makes it entertaining so you know we, we listen to them to an extent but we don't want them to be too comfortable otherwise we're probably giving them too much time you know so we'll, we'll take it on board but we'll do what the fans want first and foremost and obviously Cardiff went really well I think it would maybe be silly to, for this event to go so well not to come back next year so is Cardiff going to be on the calendar next year fingers crossed from our point of view it is it's definitely um, definitely been discussed and, and one of you know we're, we're talking to many regions we definitely want to come back to the UK um, you know whether it's next year or the year after after, I think this weekend really proves that there's a there's a great audience here that's hungry for Supercross, which we we believe, and we believe there's other regions around the world that have great audiences for Supercross too. So, um, you know, it was a great start, and we're really stoked that they got to come out and enjoy Supercross, and, and hopefully we'll be back soon for sure. And long term, um, are you sort of hoping to go to all the continents? Are you sort of hoping to tick them off? Maybe the, is the goal like maybe to have two in Europe? <coughs> America if you can and then obviously Australia and then like I don't know Brazil South America and places like that is yeah. that sort of what you want to try and cover all the continents yeah definitely yeah we want this to be a truly global world championship and, and cover all the continents um, some more than, than one you know more than once like if it's Europe once or twice um so, and we definitely want to go to the US at some point in time and, and um, Canada probably before then. So um, we want to be all around the world, but we're also measured. You know, we want to take our time, make sure we do it properly. Um, and, but this is a great start. Yeah, and I love MXGP, but one thing that I find a little bit frustrating is that there's no prize money. Usually doing this for the first time ever and you've got a lot of backing and a lot of prize money to the riders, which is great to see. Sort of wish MXGP would do that because that is a great series. Just maybe need to help the teams a little bit more. But going back to you, was it hard to get that backing and put everything in place? Because obviously there's a lot of unknown until you do something like this. It was. Uh, and luckily, you know, we have great backers that sort of believe in the vision. And, and you know, the biggest thing is they believe in the sport, you know, um, and I think anyone that sees this sport up close and sees the athletes up close and sees how incredible they are gets on board and gets excited. And we were lucky enough to attract a financial backer that you know saw in what, what we do. Um, and they're with us on the journey, so we've got to deliver that. 
Um, are you a supercross only kind of guy, or like in the future, if something was available to run a motocross world championship, would you be open to that, or just supercross only for you? I don't know. That's a great point. I mean, we've got our hands full with the World Supercross Championship at this point in time, so that's our number one focus. But at the same time, we're, we're fans of all all things two wheels, so never say never, I guess. Uh, Chris Bloss, that was a crazy, crazy night of racing. First of all, can you just take, talk me through your main events? Yeah, you know what? Uh, got off to some pretty good starts. The first two main events. Ended up going uh, second and fourth in main event, one and two. The third main event, I had some clutch issues on the start. My bike was wanting to, uh, I had my clutch all the way in, but it was still wanting to go. Um, so it kind of screwed up my start, and I got a terrible start to the third main event. Uh, we just put our head down. I made my way back up to eighth place, and uh, I wish I had a couple more laps because I think I would have been able to get... Uh, uh, Derek Kelly and Justin Bogle and you know we ended up second on the night overall and I think I was one point out of first so definitely a bummer on that part but you know what overall we're still uh, we got second so I can't complain too much and what was your thoughts on that format I've never really seen anything like it have you raced anything like it and if not, I, um, what was your thoughts on it and did you enjoy it or would you maybe obviously it's the first time they've run a WSX so maybe would you like them to change something about it, or are you a fan of it? Yeah, the only other time I raced this same exact format was in 2019 at the AusX Open uh, when I won the championship there. And it's definitely, so I had a little experience with it and kind of knew what I was getting myself into. Um, but it's crazy. Like, there's it, no it, time in between. There's no time in between. If there's anything that I would change, it's the amount of time in between that the riders get to regroup. Uh, change their goggles, gloves if they need it, um, reset their whole shot device, kind of calm down a little bit, refocus. Um, because they said it's five minutes, but it doesn't feel like five minutes. It feels like like three minutes, if that. Um, yes. Yeah, so, even for us, it feels very, very quick. Yeah, it's very, very quick. And, you know, we were fortunate enough to not have any problems in the main events and have to switch bikes or anything like that. Um, Jay Sowen was started to my right, and he, I believe he had to switch bikes, and he was kind of frantically trying to get everything together. So if there was one thing I would change, it was give the riders just a little bit more time. I still think if you gave the riders seven minutes um, to kind of regroup. Or you could even do um, SX2, me in first and then double yeah, SX. And yeah, and even start. have the – yeah, you could even yeah. – go yeah. SX2, yeah. you know, the SX class, you know, flip-flop yeah, exactly. them like that, yeah, exactly. and give the riders just some time to regroup, refocus, change stuff if they actually need it, and at the end of the day, it's still a great show for the fans. Um, yeah, just a little bit more time, I think, would be the only thing I would change. Yeah, and how important is a start out there, because obviously, you know, the races are so short, yeah. and it's just frantic, it's chaos, so I think starts, as we see tonight, are very, very important. Yeah, starts are very, very important, and um, yeah, as you've seen tonight, it you could definitely tell if you didn't get a good start, yeah, it was it was hard to make yeah. a you know a lot of passes. So um, yeah, especially with the track when they have kind of ninety degree turns like they have, definitely makes it a very one lined. Um, so, but you know what, we all have to race it, 
and yeah, it's the same for everybody. So um, you just got to put your head down, focus, and try to do the best you can. And this is obviously WSX first go at this, so there's probably going to be improvements and things like that. What's your uh, feedback from the first go at it? And I mean, what was your thoughts on the track? Also, how close would you say it is to maybe one of the more basic AMS Supercross tracks? Yeah, I feel like um, you know this, uh, this being the very first round of the World Supercross. Um, I felt like it was a, a success. Uh, the teams were treated right, the riders are treated right. We went out for some food after practice and the whole atmosphere in the street because they shut all the streets down um, was something I've never seen before. Air horns, tons of fans. Um, and I thought that was super cool and something that I got to experience that I really haven't experienced in, in racing. And so that part was super cool. Um, great success I feel like for the first round I feel like you know they can fine-tune a couple things um, at least with the racing aspect like maybe a little bit more time in between each main event um, but other than that I feel like it was a great success for the World Supercross Series and it can only get better from here. And just on Supercross going global I mean I think it's unbelievably good for the sport probably should have done this years ago but better late than never and just from your perspective obviously America has yeah. been the home of Supercross, so you've got used to racing in America, so it must be nice for you to come over here and, and see UK. I've probably never yeah. been here before, and then obviously get to see a lot more new countries. For us in Europe, uh, in Europe, it's pretty normal for us to travel to different countries, yeah. but you guys can maybe see different parts of the world. Huh? Yeah, you know, um, I, I got to see different parts of the world, like Australia, yeah, to yeah. do that series over there, uh, Germany, Sweden, Canada. Um, but this is a true World Supercross series, and we get to travel the world, and that's something that a lot of people, they, they don't get to do. Um, and you got riders from all around the world that make it great. Uh, the team atmosphere, the World Supercross, they treat the teams awesome. They got like a whole rider's lounge, rider's dressing room um, that make it super cool. Um, and, and like I said, this being the first, very first round, first year of this series, I feel like it can only, only go up from here. And lastly, are you already signed up for this series next year, or is it still up in the air at the moment? I'm sure you'd like to come back and do the first series. Yeah, you know, we uh, just right now, it's just this year, um, but we'll see what happens for next year. Uh, Justin Bogle, first WSX in the bag. Very unique event, and it's just chaos. Go, go, go with the three um, main events. Well, just talk chaos. me through it. Absolute chaos. It was good fun, but uh, I had a rough night. I had two flat tires today, so in the first main event, I got a bad start, and I was coming through the pack really nicely. I was riding really good, and I got a flat right before the finish line, pulled off. Uh, two times today, I had really big nails in my tires, so we got to do something about that because that's pretty dangerous. Um, second main event, crash in the first turn. I believe one of them I did I'm not sure honestly it was there's so much to remember I whole shot and won my heat race so that was nice that was the easiest part of the whole day and then uh, yeah second main I didn't do very good it's really hard to pass tonight third main I was worked my way through up to third trying to make something happen so pushing went down at the end ended up like six so pretty shitty day to be fully honest but 
That's alright. We well, had fun. It seems like you need a star out there, and that's going by results. I mean, Anstey won one, and then he was like, I don't even know, and the other two. Well, it, a start is so, so important. If you don't get a start out there, you're absolutely not coming through. Like, so I think I was, well. I think I was, I mean, if not the fast, I was one of the fastest guys tonight, at least in that third main, and I couldn't make anything happen. You know, I, I battled with Moss for, I don't know, four or five laps. Like, I couldn't get around anyone. So, struggle. Not too fun, but, nah, it's all right, man. We're racing. It's all good. And just on the format, have you ever done anything like that before? What was your thoughts? Would you, do you like it, or do you think maybe they should change it? I mean, from a fan's point of view, it's pretty It's pretty good. Although, I feel like longer races and then breaks in between. So, maybe if they'd done SX2 first, then done SX. I think if they had flip-flopped them, yeah, it'd be better. Yeah, because yeah. that be was longer. pretty hectic. I, I, it's not even enough time to really... Yeah change your goggles and get a sip of water i i sweat worse than most anyone and i i never even changed my gloves because i just didn't have time so it's pretty hectic i don't know it's fun it's it's obviously a work in progress we're all learning so um what's it like being back on the 250 i think it suits your style better and you've had a few years on the 450 and especially yesterday it looked like you were really enjoying the 250 throwing about a few knack-knacks thrown in there too to I uh, I really enjoy the 250 in Supercross. I feel like, like you said, I think I ride it better. I think it fits my style better for Supercross. Uh, you can ride it a little harder and, and kind of be a bit more in control of the bike rather than the bike kind of dictating what you do. So I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm having a good time riding the 250. I was really excited about this opportunity to get back on the little bike. I'm having fun. I feel really good on it for only having about four days of 250 riding on Supercross in the last seven years. So a couple more days this week, and we'll take a week-long trip over to Australia. So, And what's your thoughts on this series and Supercross going global? I mean, I think for you it's good because your plans, I don't even know if you have anything sorted, and you didn't finish the Nationals, so this is probably a blessing in disguise because otherwise what would you be doing right now? So, And it's good. And also just to bring Supercross outside America I think is great I mean because you have to go to America to see something like this so it's pretty cool being here it's quite weird because there's more Americans than Aussies here it's not even like you're in wheels yeah, when you yeah, walk yeah. around the park yeah no, it's really cool man I, I, I'm grateful for this series and this opportunity because it's a really good opportunity for guys like myself like you said I think that uh, for me having something to still be comp- get that competitive fire scratch that itch get to go racing have a goal to work towards all of that it's really fun and I think this is a really cool environment to be able to go different places and see different things and be in front of different people and there's a lot of fans here tonight and they were all really excited and that was really cool to see it was very very cool to see how excited they got for their own too when they would announce Max on opening sandwich they went crazy you know like that's really cool so hopefully the Americans keep the same energy next year when we go there so it's cool, man. And what was your thoughts on the track? I mean, the last time I seen you, this was Paris, and it wasn't technical at all. How close do you think that was to, like, a basic AMA track? Obviously, it's it's not close to one of the more technical ones, but in terms of one of the more basic I mean, it, AMA it tracks. Was, it was a legit track. Yeah. It was just, it was really one line. The dirt being harder made it more difficult because there wasn't really many lines, and then we were pretty much just skating the inside every corner, you know, so there wasn't really anywhere to go, but... I think for the first one, it was it was awesome, man. It was legit track, legit whoops, legit rhythm sections. I enjoyed it. 
and plans for next year? I mean, you didn't finish the nationals. It was looking like you might even quit. Uh, do you have you got anything sort of for next year, or are you maybe even looking at it just WSX only, or yeah, are you hoping I'm, to be at AMS Supercross as well? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely. I'm all in on doing this next year too. So and have you got a deal for next year yet? Same guys. Yeah, I'll be with them, and uh, I'm really excited about that. Not have to worry about a job and be able to do my thing, and then. Just, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out as we go. Uh, I don't have any plans for U.S. Supercross right now, but we'll see. Uh, and lastly, just what's it like being in the U.K.? And obviously next year you're going to get to go to even more countries. Is that something you're looking forward to? Because obviously you've spent most of your career racing in America. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, I've wanted to come over to the U.K. for a while. My wife's actually from, from over here. So um, just cool to go over there and see what's going on and just go different places. Like I said, I, I've done overseas races, I've done Bercy, I've done, you know, I've been to Italy, places like that, but... To do a so, full series? Like but to do a full series, it's just a different deal, so it's it's cool. Exactly. Uh, Jack Burnell, the first round of WSX, and you executed your starts really well, you were running with the front guys and pretty much all the mains, you must be really, really happy with how you rode. And yes, mate, I mean, it's been tough, the, the, yesterday was... It was terrible, really. I didn't really ride. I felt uncomfortable, to be fair. I went out there, I was scared, really, really scared. I didn't want to get hurt and that. Um, and then today, we changed a lot on the bike. A couple of the guys just changed my suspension for me. They was like, you're, you're way too soft. And um, felt so much, I felt a lot more comfy, which was um, re which I'm really happy with. Um, and then, like, tonight, I know I'm, a, I'm more of a racer than a one-lapper. Like, I can keep putting the laps in all the time. Um, so I'm really happy with that and like you said the first race pulled a ninth and then the second race I um, I was up there again and I thought God, like my starts was right on the outside then I cut through and I just like zigzagged through got the step on step off and maybe do the triple and then I was up there again about ninth and just slipped out it was a bit silly and then after that mate I was just tired and the last race I was just blew out um, it was just really hard yeah, but, um, you said you were nervous. Uh, how many like to Mac opposite you in the panic probably didn't help matters. No, it's been <laughs> honestly, it's been it's been a, a it's been a dream to be fair. It's been unbelievable. Um, just having him next to me, you know, he talks. He's such a nice guy in that, like just normal person, just talking to him that the whole time, which is really cool. And just to be a part of this event, I'm I'm really proud that I'm part of this event because um, it's been. It's been a hard time, you know what I mean? Like, uh, my dad would have loved this, which this is why. I, I remember actually speaking to you at Arena Cross. Like, yeah, five and this is what he lived like, for, you know what I mean? Yeah. And look at where we are now. Yeah, and look how many people are here. Yeah. And now the Arena Cross is coming back for next year, which is mega. Um, just need to get some more young English riders out there, which hopefully will start start coming through now they've seen all this racing, because Supercross is the future, really, I think. And what was your thoughts on the format? Have you rode anything like that in your life before? I've never seen anything like that. I know they do it in Australia. I, I, yeah, I mean, I quite liked it because when you come, you're still warm. Yeah. But I blew out, mate. I, I mean, I, I work five days a week. Yeah, I know it's not an excuse, but these boys, it's their job. They're all paid to be here. I've come here out of my, out of my own thing just to be here. You know, Lee supported me. The guys from CI Sports have supported me. So I can't thank them guys enough because this is the only one race that I do. So, um, yeah, I'm well happy. And thoughts on the track? Obviously, you've done a few AMA Supercross. Yeah. It's probably not as technical as one of the most hardest AMA, but in terms of a basic AMA track, it's pretty much there, you would yeah, say? Yeah, obviously, I went in January on a 250, which I should have rode a 450 there, really, but I just decided to go 250, and um, that's how all the practice tracks are. All the practice tracks are like that. Yeah. So um, I can, you can see how, how the guys are so fast and so consistent all the time. 
I mean, I made it count at the end and stay consistent every race, so I'm really happy with that. Didn't make no silly mistakes, didn't hurt myself, so um, yeah, I'm really happy with that. And obviously, we, we usually have to go to America to see Supercross, to have it here in Cardiff. On oh, yeah, it's been like, mega. For the future, I think it's really positive yeah, it for is, the sport. Yeah, it's really good for the future. I can't wait um, wait for hopefully to go again, and then maybe next year we might get it and um, go from there. And what was your thoughts on the atmosphere as well here in Cardiff? Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. To sell out at a stadium like this is, is mind-blowing, you know what I mean? The people around... So, um, yeah, I'm really happy. Um, just quickly, plans on next year, obviously, probably do arena cross. Any plans to well, do yeah. any AMA again? No, I won't, I won't no. do the AMA. I've got two boys at home. Um, I've got another another baby due in March, just after the arena cross. So, um, just enjoy that and then just hopefully get ready for Supercross again. Uh, Stephen Dassey, the first WSX in history. I thought, on the whole, it was very successful. Just can you summarise the event for me and if you think it went, went well from your point of view? Yeah, for us it was very good for every point. Um, globally, we were very welcome here. We feel with the promoter, the real partnership, you know, with the team, the riders, and it's good. And uh, so that was very positive. And uh, all the setup around is really incredible compared to what we were used to have. And uh, also for the sport, it's good for us because uh, for the first race, we were on the second place in the 250 class on the podium. And globally, all our riders, you know, did very good things on the 250, like 450. All the riders are in the top 10, so no, it's a very good success. And uh, even our replacement rider, Adrian, he did a very good race, was uh, fighting for like six race with all the top guys in 450. So no, it's a real good success and uh, we really hope the championship can grow for the next year because it's, uh, it's something good. We feel the public was very, very happy and... Uh, us too, so let's go. And just on Cedric and Adrian, obviously it's probably a bit harder for them because they're racing against, you know, the, the Eli Tomac and the Ken Roxons, the best supercross riders in the world, but I think you can probably be pretty happy with their speed. Cedric was riding really well all day and, and Adrian in the last one was riding really, really well. It's just a shame about the tip over. Yeah, exactly, and uh, yeah, the top riders, they're for sure, they're Roxanne, they're Tomac, but they're Savagy and many others, so exactly. it was good. And um, no, but they start good. And uh, Cedric surprised me a bit because he was uh, he came out of injury for very recently. So we knew the last moto would be a bit hard physically. But no, they uh, are very good mentality in the team globally. I mean, that's something make me happy and uh, motivated to to push and support them and uh, continue like that. And you're a man with plenty of experience. You've pretty much seen it all. Have you ever seen a race format like that? I haven't. And did you enjoy it? I, th I thought it was pretty chaotic yeah for the public it was very incredible i think if they continue like that in two races there's most more people than all the world uh, super motocross championship series you know in two races because i heard australia would be also completely packed and uh no it's a big success i had a bit of doubt about the public coming because i say if in a big stadium like here if there's 10,000 people will be like empty yeah exactly like it was in germany a few years ago for the smx cup and it was a big success, you know, and uh, it's, it's good for the sport. And that's very important because we're here to develop the sport. I want more kids coming to motocross and uh, we're on the good way. And just on the track, you've obviously seen AMS Supercross tracks. How would that track out there compare? I think it would be compared to maybe one of the more basic AMA tracks, but certainly, certainly cool to see it, something like that on wheels, because we don't really get to see that in Europe. Yeah, exactly. It was big. The stadium is big, so the track is long. And, um, but they made the track, I think it was clever, 
for not making ourselves too, too much difference with the rider. Because when the whoops are maybe too, too big or difficult, it can be worse. But it was technical at the same time, was, um, whoops was accessible to everybody, but uh, you can make a difference. And there was some uh, very short corners to make a show, some block pass. So it was a mix of uh, AMA Supercross and a bit of Arena Cross in UK for the show. So it's good. And the, the race format also helped a lot. Because when you ride for a six or eight, uh, eight lap race, when uh, Eli Tomai got a three, four second advantage, the race stop and go again. So it's, it's really working good. And uh, it's hard for the riders, for us as a spectator, and team is good. And just uh, for next year, what's the plans? I think you're going to still race CMX 250, and then obviously you're probably going to do this. It's going to be quite weird because they're going to overlap each other. So in September, you could be running a WSX team and also a GP team, so you're going to be super busy. Yes, this making us a bit, some, uh, bit afraid sometimes, but we will have a two riders in the AMX 250, uh, making the World Championship and trying to be in front, and for sure we will have four riders for the World Supercross Championship. And uh, yeah, sometimes it's good, we would like to have some young riders from AMX learning uh, in uh, World AMX 250, we would like, we would like uh, to have them. But at the moment, it's a bit difficult because of days, like you say. But um, no, we are going to, to set up the team in the next few months, you know, where go to finish the championships and go USA for the beginning of the AMA Supercross and see what we can sign for next year. And uh, just on Prugner, had a very, very positive season, end of the season on fire, really. So next year, you'll probably want the same sort of results from him and then you you might find it difficult to keep him for 2024 because I think he's going to have a lot of MX2 GP interest considering his age. Yeah, for sure. 20 is only 17. He did a yeah, very exactly. good end of season. But for, her, for us, we are not here to keep him for long, you know. We did a good job for him the last four years. And uh, the goal is to bring him to the best level to go MX250 in 2024. And uh, we did our job with him, you know. End of 23, we hope to be on top on the, for the European 250. And then it's him to go and we will need to find a new kids to, to teach and to make a new project like that. But uh, it's what we, what we like. So yeah, for him, it's, for 24 will be a good uh, time for him to fly and do his best. And Eddie J. Weir, he almost lasted the season injury free, almost. Uh, but overall, I think it was a positive season for him. Is there any chance he can stay with the team? And if not, has the second rider decided yet? No, we didn't decide the second rider yet. And uh, yeah, we, we were interested in keeping Eddie, but Eddie had a few injuries the last few years and he doesn't know really if he wants to race again at this level, you know. So, you know, he, he doesn't know yet exactly what to do. Uh, maybe race in England for maybe national. He doesn't, he's not sure about what he wants to do. So at the moment, we didn't sign a second rider and we we're looking for something, but it's not so easy because we want two good riders. So we're, we're searching. Uh, Derek Drake, the first WSX event, bit of a historic night um, with Supercross going global. Just overall, can you give me your thoughts on the event um, and how it went? I thought it was very successful for the first time of them running this. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I had a great time. Uh, everything was going well until the races. Uh, I mean, I, showed, I was good in practice, good in qualifying, and I was pumped to go racing. But um, yeah, those three back-to-back -back main events were tough, especially with the track layout we had here. Um, we all kind of funneled into one line by the end of the night, and uh, it's pr it really, really hard to pass. And if we're like, I fell in my heat race, and I was dead, I was on the very outside, and 
the start was um, really short, and um, it was very hard to get a good start from where I was at. So, um, yeah. So then that just kind of – I had bad starts all night because I was on the outside and nothing I can do about it. Just then I funneled into one line and got a couple of flats because there's nails out there. And, um, yeah, just looking forward to turning around for Melbourne. Yesterday, seeing your ride, I made a bold prediction that you were going to win tonight. But I think it shows how well you were riding the first day. You seemed to be riding with a lot of flow and you seemed to be loving it out there. What was it? You, like, you must have just enjoyed it out there and enjoyed the bike and everything yeah. about it, really, because you looked to be riding with a lot of flow and very nice style. Yep. Technically, it was good. Yeah, first day was great. Practice was great. Um, but then those race lines kind of came into play and it bunched the racing up and uh, wasn't wasn't too good. And I screwed myself by falling in the heat race and that determined my gate pick. I had a rock get in between my uh, my rear brake and the case of the motor, so it locked my rear wheel up, and uh, yeah, I was dead last in the heat, nothing I can do about it. Uh, some bad luck when it came to race time, so uh, yeah, like I said, looking forward to two weeks' time. And have you ever been in the UK before? No, first no, time first here. first time. What's your thoughts on Wales, Cardiff, and being in the UK? One, uh, good, one good thing for you is everyone here speaks English. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we got lucky. We got lucky with these two rounds, Australia and UK, where they still speak English. Um, Everything's backwards here, like the roads, the the cars. Uh, yeah, but uh, but it's very normal yeah. for us because we yes. go to a lot of the European uh -huh. countries. So yeah, but I had a great time here. This uh, was my result was a little better, but I had a great time. I love like the downtown, lots of places to eat, lots of places to shop, lots of places to see, and uh, yeah, it was it was a really good time here. Uh, but yeah, I know the track was quite hard to pass. It was kind of one line, but. In terms of how technical it was, I think it would maybe be a par with the AMA, one of the, one of the more basic AMA tracks. Obviously not one of the really technical ones. Would that be right? And was it far off? It, it wasn't too far off. Like this, the main triple was about right, but the uh, far rhythm section in the back uh, is a lot tighter, and uh, it wasn't the they didn't have like the jumps didn't have as much like girth to them. They're kind of thinner thinner jumps. Maybe they were trying to spray it off the dirt or whatever, but uh, I like the finish line ramp. I never hit a ramp before, but so that was fun. Yeah, I like the finish line, but uh, yeah, just the middle of the track, it just got pretty bad once racing came around because everyone was just protecting their insides because the insides were wide open. In qualifying, we can run the outsides and not have to worry about anyone coming up inside of us and taking us out. So once racing came into play, everyone protected the insides, and it was just a uh, really like a pit bike race in the middle of the track. And thoughts on the format? I know some of the Aussies or the guys that have raced in Australia have done it before. Have you done it before? I've never seen anything like it before. No. I thought it was pretty awesome. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Or would you change anything? I'm, for you guys, you probably want to break in between them. Yeah, maybe maybe a couple more minutes in between because the bikes get really hot in between because we don't have, you know, the air's not running through them to cool them down. Maybe a couple more minutes in between uh, just to set our whole shot devices and get the bikes cooled down and, and really reset. But... Uh, other than that, the race of the format was fine, but um, yeah, just maybe a little bit more time in between. And just on next year, is it still up in the air yet, or do you, or do you know that you'll be racing WSX, and if so, will you be on a Supercross only day? Um, it's up in the air still. Um, I think Would it's a really cool opportunity. Um, just depends on where I'm at after leaving Melbourne. Um, if everything's going in the right direction, I would love to. I think it's a great opportunity, and uh, but you know, nothing like being like home too. So. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, we're here at WSX. Something very different and something you're probably not used to. First of all, just what's it like being in this paddock? And it's quite a bit different to what you're used to in MXGP. Yes, for sure it's different. So I have 
um, the chance, let's say, to know a little bit what is Supercross because, uh, let's say, we have one of the biggest Supercross in Europe in Paris and I'm from Paris, so I've seen the Supercross many times and uh, myself, I had the chance also to ride the X Games and, and the Supercross of Paris as well. So I have a little experience in Supercross with, which gave me gave me this opportunity, you know, to... With, of course, with the same crew that we had in motocross, but um, to run the team here. Um, like you say, it's a lot different, not just a bit different, it's a lot different. But um, at the end, it's the same sport and we have the same passion. So um, now it's just yeah, trying to learn everything that the new organization, new people around and new riders, definitely. Um, but definitely happy to be here. And just on like... Supercross and the best Supercross riders, you know, they've always raced in America. This is the first step of it going global. I think it's very positive and very good for the sport. Would you agree with that? And it's, and it's so cool to see what Supercross is like actually here in Wales. It's quite weird because it's the first time for something like this to happen, but hopefully this is the future. No, for sure. Uh, like everybody said, the riders, like the best riders of the world said on the press conference, uh, the Supercross is really big in America, but still it's only America even if they have the best riders because all the international riders that are good are coming to America but it's still not global for the fans uh, and now this is the opportunity for everybody in the world to follow proper real Supercross championship and this is important because like they all said and I totally agree with this today if you want to watch a proper Supercross race you need to fly over America in California or and this is not easy uh, now, as a French person, for example, you can fly to Cardi for next year, maybe one in France. And, uh, and this is different because to have the chance to, to watch these guys race live um, before this Essex Global was not possible. And you mentioned Paris Supercross. I actually went to Paris last year. That track, it was not proper Supercross, I would say. Looking at that, it looks a lot more American style and a lot closer to what an AMA style track would be so again I think that's positive to showcase Supercross outside America no for sure uh, for sure Paris is is, uh, is let's say the closest from America but it's still it's still a French championship plus international rider but there is also the, the French championship so they can't really go uh, as wild as the AMA Supercross so um, definitely it's, it's not as big as it is today but um, this is also why they created the Essex Global, you know, to, to be a real championship, real Supercross championship, and the track didn't disappoint, definitely. Uh, the track is great, and it's a proper proper Supercross like you can find in Hanaim or something. So, um, no, I think they worked really hard uh, on a good way, and, and so far now everything is positive. And just on MXGP, obviously you'd always been an MX2 World Championship team. This year was slightly different. You started the season with the Ruben MXGP and Hacken MX2. You ended up moving to MXGP and then you were a, f a full MXGP team. Yes. Just how would you reflect on, on your MXGP season? Obviously, Ruben, very, very impressive and I think he has a lot of potential for the future. Oh, for sure. Uh, we had... I mean, as the team was created to find new riders, you know, young riders to to be able to give them to HRC later. That, that's why I was there. This is why Giacomo asked me if I was motivated to create the team and do everything with him. Uh, and this is what we've done for the last five years. With Ruben, it was a little bit different because uh, both HRC riders were in contract, team and, and Mitch. So Ruben has no place in 450 to ride this year. 
Uh, but of course, Honda wanted to keep Ruben in the family after the great season he did in MX2 in, in 21. So this is why we started to be okay. So we have to find a solution. I had a good relationship with Ruben. He was happy in the team. Um, so this is why we started to have Ruben in 450, which at the beginning, it, it was not my goal, you know, to get 450 riders. I'm more, you know, like trying to give experience with young riders and bring them to a factory team. And we just became in the middle, you know, with Ruben having a factory bike and deserve a factory bike already this year and he proved it. But uh, definitely this is why we started to be 450 and then uh, Ocon that was a little bit struggling with starts in 250 because he's a quite big guy. Um, so yeah, definitely it was not easy with him in 250 and we struggled to help him. Uh, we didn't find any solution with the 250, uh, it was difficult, so he proposed to ride in 450, um, which was actually the best solution for everybody, because um, what we want is the rider to be happy, you know, and, and feel good on the bike and feel good in the team, and since we didn't find anything, any solution to make him feel good on the 250 with his weight, and also the way he's riding, you know, he needs a lot of power. So this is why we ended up with both in, in, in 450. So I, unfortunately, he got injured in the first round that he did, but um, well, yeah, with a really big crash. Um, so that was really unlucky because uh, he took time. We got a good preparation. He was ready for this class, but yeah, just a bad luck on the first, first moto, you know. And just on WSX, I mean, Martin Hughes had an unbelievable debut as far as debuts go. Yes. I mean, I mean, just to get a podium in your first, you're sort of thinking of that, she's a future champion in the class, but yeah. maybe didn't have the greatest end of the season, but then maybe that didn't help her with her expectations. And then on TJ O'Hara, she was quite consistent, you know, always knocking on the door between 7 and 12 every round, really, so you must have been happy with her consistency. Yes, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, for the girls, everything is difficult. Uh, Martin arrived she without any expectation. We didn't know. I mean, I could see that she was fast and I could see that she could fight up front. Not up front with Courtney and, and Nancy for sure, but up front with the girls, you know, like just behind this group. And then you never know, with two good models, you can end up on the podium. So I knew that this would be possible, but definitely the first run was crazy. But I think after that, you know, she's young. And after that, she started, I think, to think too much about it. And she started to think too much about, yeah, if I podium, maybe I can win. And then, you know, everything starts in, in a young head to, to get the pressure and, and everything was getting harder and harder. Then she crashed a lot in Portugal and, and then she lost confidence and then it's really difficult to, to come back from this when you're young. So now she just needs a good winter, uh, you know, like start from zero again and, and definitely I think she can be a, a really good contender for the next seasons. Um, TJ... TJ is great, she's a great rider, she has really great style actually, um, she can be really fast on practice and um, unfortunately I, I never found, a few times I found but we, we were struggling to make her feel really really good on a race day, she had so much pressure from everything you know, uh, a WMX season costs a lot of money. Um, and all this is difficult for a rider you know when you know that everybody is, is uh, sacrificing a lot of things uh, then you have even more pressure than just the normal one you know because you know that if you don't do good the next season won't happen because 
if the sponsor doesn't pay, then there is no season. All these kind of things makes a different pressure. And it was difficult for TJ to, you know, just forget this and just focus on riding. Um, this is a shame because I'm pretty sure she could do a top five overall, even even maybe a podium on a really good day like Martin did. Uh, she definitely deserved it. So now I just uh, keep contact with them. Hopefully we can find a solution for them in the future. And we see. Yeah, and just on the sad news, I think you've done a wonderful job running the 114 Motorsport Honda team. But unfortunately, all good things come to an end. What was the d- d- decision behind that? Is it maybe... Was this always going to happen, or is it maybe lack of support from the organizers, or was it maybe just a range of things for, for, for this to happen? Yeah, there is there is a lot of different things that came at the same time, you know, like the the definitely the season cost more and more every year, you know, like a lot of things, the price of a lot of, a lot of things increased. Um, the support from the sponsors are not getting better because for them it's the same story, you know, they have also increasing price everywhere so they don't really they can't really sponsor anymore so that there's all these things and uh and at the moment honda doesn't want to give a factory support to any team in 250 um which then it's difficult because our goal is to be a 250 team but without the factory bike you can't really fight up front so i didn't want to just keep going and you know fight you know like between 8 and 15 or this kind of, of places okay we got lucky with few riders that did a great job but we definitely needed more help more support to be often more often in the top five so since i understood that this was not going to happen for the next season um i started to yeah to look around a little bit on what i could do in the future you know um, because yeah, I did five years like this, and it's a lot of work to get everything together. Um, for next season, I didn't have any rider, you know, that could do something like Ruben. Um, and as you as you know, a 20 races season is long, mentally for everybody, for the staff, for the riders definitely, but also for the staff. And uh, I was definitely not ready to do a season fighting for top 15, you know. So this wouldn't be this wouldn't be possible so then that supercross global came up and and supercross is something really different also because you are in big towns traveling is easier hotel are closed no rental car you just arrive from from the airport taxi to the hotel you walk to the stadium no mud you know like there is a lot of good things as well that that made the choice you know so. yeah, I, th- I think I actually read you're only really going to be doing this this year though so in terms of next year I mean you raced WS- or WMX for so long then you're on the team what's I mean what do you want to do without motocross in your life or do you think that you'll still be in the paddock no I didn't say that I wouldn't be there there next year I want to keep working in motocross that's definitely the goal uh, I'm doing the logistic for the team since years now, so um, this is def- definitely an option. Uh, what I said already to, to the staff and to Giacomo is that uh, um, I'm 34, I want to build a family as well, you know, and I want to travel a little bit less and stay more home, definitely. This life is crazy, so you can do this for a few years, but, but not all your life. Uh, so this is why also motocross was too many races. And you can't be the team manager and show up only five on 20, you know. So this this was not possible with the Supercross. is a little bit different. Uh, also because there is a great staff behind. Giacomo is, is, of course, behind as well. 
uh, he's a part of the, of the story and, uh, and and then it's different because we get to share races you know and, and anyway next year the plan is only 10 it's already half half of the MXGP you know so this makes makes it easier for me that yeah like I said I I had a life of a rider for a lot of years then team manager which is even worse than yeah, the riders so it's time now to start to build something else yeah and lastly just on obviously because you were a WMX rider for so long in your career if there's an opportunity there to help Martine maybe with a bike or anything like that, are you open to that or and even maybe TJ or maybe they already have plans I'm not sure because it's no. tough you know for those girls because you know, there's no factory backing really in WMX anymore. No, I know. It, it, it's like I said in the beginning, WMX is really difficult for the girls. Budget are crazy. Uh, sponsors are not really into it. The industry is not really into it. Um, only for a few girls. It's working for Courtney. It's working for a lot now, which I'm really happy about this. It was working for me. It's working for Kiara. Uh, but not for all of them. So it, it makes the life of that young girls really difficult. Uh, I'm definitely happy to work to work with WMX and help them and, and try my best. But uh, like I said to them, I said the main problem is the budget. If you find budget somehow, I'm happy to help. But I can't run everywhere to find budget for them. Uh, this is not my job anymore. I did it for myself already so for so long. So, um, but yeah, I'm definitely still looking at WMX and trying to build something. Uh, this would be something great um, and yeah I'm still talking with a few of the girls and, and trying to work on a project maybe not for 23 but for 24 um, this is this is in a part of my head you know between all the projects that I have um, but for sure if I can help a WMX rider I would good job though uh, Mitch Oldenburg that was crazy um, just can you talk me through your, your night really and Awesome to come out with the win. I'm not even sure if you knew you would have won it after the third main. Yeah. It was that chaotic. Yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. I kind of knew uh, kind of what I was getting myself into. I raced in Australia back in 2019. So uh, I've raced a lot of these guys. Obviously, I've raced the guys in America. I've raced the guys in Australia. So there's only like a handful of guys I haven't, haven't raced before. But I knew it was going to be the start. The start was going to be everything. And uh, I executed that first one perfect. Got away from the chaos. And then... Uh, yeah, I took the win there, and then the second one, they, the guys around me flinched, and, and it just threw me off just that little bit to where I, I got a bad start, and you're back there in the chaos, and there's, there's really you just got to be smart. Uh, I got to be smarter than that. Um, luckily, I, I was just happy to, to you know do the checklist of my body and make sure everything was good so and we're healthy. So when I picked myself up, I knew nobody, I wasn't going to be able to catch anybody, so it's kind of just save your energy, save the bike, uh, save the clutch mostly. Um, and then execute that third start, and that's exactly what I did. So got out front and just, just stayed consistent, smooth. Saw Cole was behind me uh, and just kind of managed it. Um, pushed, but not, not too hard. And, and uh, yeah, blown away to come away on the podium for sure. And what was your thoughts on the format? Have you ever raced a format like that before? Yeah. It's, it's pretty chaos. I mean, it's just go, yeah. go, go. And yeah, so, yeah, so we did it in Australia. We did it at the Osex Open and, and in New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand was the first time I'd done it, and... It was a rough night, and I learned a lot that night. So, uh, actually, the Osex Open ended up. I ended up winning that event uh, in 2019. Uh, we did three seven-lap mains, so pretty much the same thing. But uh, yeah, just it, it's all about uh, being a goldfish, as uh, Ted Lasso would say. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but us Americans watch that show, and uh, 
And goldfish has <laughs> goldfish has the, the shortest memory. So being a goldfish and uh, just moving forward. And is do you like the format? Uh, it's obviously the first time running the WSX. Do you like it? Do you hope yeah. to keep it, or would you maybe make changes? Uh, for for me, I love it. Uh, I'm really bad. Uh, I'm a nervous wreck. The last couple of years, uh, I got two kids now, and priorities change, and nerves change, and uh, I like to just get in, get out, get it done. Uh, I just I get sick on race days now, so it's oh, really? I just like to get yeah. These guys were laughing at me. I was throwing up before the what? night show, so uh, yeah, just. Uh, Happy to get out of here, healthy, uh, solid finish, and uh, looking forward to Australia. Yeah, and what's on your thoughts on WSX and the on Supercross going global? I think yeah. it's really positive for the sport. It probably should have happened sooner, but better later, better later yeah. than never. And just, I think it's really good. I mean, I'm from Ireland. I've never been to yeah. America to see a Supercross, so yep. for me to come to Wales, I think it's really good. For sure, it's it's been an amazing experience. They're they're. They're really working with us. They're trying to learn and they're trying to, to give the fans the best show they can. And I really enjoyed myself this weekend. I think uh, up on the podium there, they played the national anthem for us. And that was just like the coolest thing in the world. You know, we watch it in Formula One and other sports and the Olympics and stuff like that. And it's it's kind of surreal. Like it's it's pretty cool to, to experience. So even though it, it kind of wasn't really for me, it was for Shane. But, uh, you know, we're, we're having fun. The guys are doing a great job with this series. I, I hope it really takes off and... And we can have another, um, not not really like competitive series, but like another series to offer fans uh, the viewing and, and everything like that. I think all of it's a positive, and uh, just looking forward to see what see what happens with the guys. Um, have you ever been to the UK before? If not, no. what's your thoughts on the UK being here in yeah. Cardiff Wheels? Yeah, no, never been. So, uh, what was the fans like as well? Yeah, never been here. Uh, it was actually the first trip my wife and I got to take uh, since we had kids uh, alone. So. Uh, we're really having a lot of fun, and uh, just the people we meet, everyone's super friendly, super nice, and, and uh, you know, just learning a little bit about your guys' culture and everything like that. It's been, it's been a good experience. Uh, the fans have been crazy. The, the opening ceremonies, man, those guys were loud, and I, I don't even know if we've experienced that in America, really. It seemed really loud when Kenny came out, and, and Max, like, being the hometown kid, it was like, wow, this is cool. So um, I really hope we get to come back next year, uh, having some fun. Going to London tomorrow. Going to do a little sightseeing, have some uh, hang out there uh, for the day, and then we fly home on uh, what on Monday. So uh, yeah, it's been fun. And lastly, just on the track, how did you find that, and how close do you think it was to maybe one of the more basic AMA tracks? Was it yeah. was it close? Uh, it was close, yeah, for sure. The rhythms were were pretty much I would say close to identical. Um, the turns in America are a lot are a lot shorter and a lot harder to carry speed in. Um, but I think what these guys are trying to, to do is create that close racing and that, that bar banging action, which which America, uh, you know, we have that in the heat races and the LCQs, but the main events kind of, towards the end of it, they kind of, you know, they kind of get spaced out and the riders are just kind of bringing it home. So you can't really do that out here, as you can tell. I don't even know what Shane ended up in his motos, but I think he went like three, five, four, or something yeah, like that to get the overall. So, uh, you know, it's fun. It's been... Uh, a cool experience. I knew lap times weren't going to matter because we were all so close. And I mean, four tenths of a second is is literally nothing, and that's first to tenth place. So I'm um, going to have some fun. Really enjoy tonight, and uh, yeah, just uh, take it all in. Uh, last question, actually, I forgot about. Um, next year is your plans to race this world championship and then the yeah. MS Supercross. I'm assuming you probably won't race AMA nationals then, Supercross only. Uh, no. So for me, I don't. I don't. I haven't raced nationals in three years. So we'll do. 
uh, West Coast 250. Vince and I will do that. And then uh, the whole team, I'm pretty sure everyone's signed for next year on this team as well. So we'll be here, and this will be the main focus for us next year's World Supercross. Uh, Joey Savacci here, Cardiff, WSX. First of all, it's the first go at running this event. Just what, how would you describe the event? I, I think it was very successful for their first go at having it doing it. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the racing is is a, a bit hectic uh, with, with the reset, and that five minutes goes by very quick. But, um, I mean, honestly, like, for me personally, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, a lot of that had to do with the fact that I missed all of Supercross. So um, I missed out on a good bit of racing this year, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, I don't normally have to miss seasons, so it was uh, it was a little bit of a bummer. But I mean, to have the opportunity to come here and race and uh, to compete is awesome. Obviously, I would have first moto crash is is uh, I'm, I'm I don't know how to word, word it nicely, but yeah, I'm very upset with myself. It's just uh, it was just stupid. But um, you know, thankfully we had a second bike and uh, we had to jump on the second bike for the second third main and. Second start wasn't very good, but my clutch, the whole bike was cold, you know, so uh, I didn't have any time to get heat into it. So coming off the gate, I wheelied a lot and uh, kind of got pinched off. But, you know, we made it work. We got up to, to fourth or fifth, whatever it was. And then uh, second moto or third moto, we got a, I got a pretty good start and uh, just tried to click off the laps. Um, made, made our way around uh, Brayton uh, with one to go. And, yeah, brought, brought her home in second. So overall, I, I think... Uh, I think it was good. I think it brings um, a lot of excitement for, for the crowd, and, and you know that's what this is all about, is uh, bringing excitement for, for the fans. So um, I thought it went pretty well. I don't know how it looked on TV and everything, but I thought it went pretty well. And I think you can be pretty happy with your speed. You probably had the speed for the podium and maybe even battle with, with Kenny and, and Elan, that last one, because they weren't that far ahead. Um, so you must be happy with your speed, just a pity about the first move across, not spoil the podium, really? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I missed all the Supercross, um, and when I was riding Supercross last year, I was on a different bike. So, um, I mean, speed honestly was good. You know, we uh, qualified second, and then second in the heat race, um, and then third in Super Bowl, and yeah, I mean, like I said, man, we got second in the last one, so the speed I felt like was pretty good, fitness seemed pretty good, and... Like I said, just honestly bummed. It was a, it was a stupid mistake, and uh, we learned from it, and, and we move on. And just on the format, it's very chaotic. It's go, 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 no time in between. Have you ever experienced anything like that before? And first of all, did you enjoy it? Second of all, do you think we could maybe make changes to make it better for the riders? Um, yes, I did enjoy it. Again, it's just because I haven't uh, been racing. But I liked it just because, you know, it, Yes and no. Obviously, it's nice if you're out in the in the front or the lead or top three. You kind of settle into a pace and start hitting your marks. Whereas this, you don't really even get a chance to do that. Um, and definitely, opening laps is chaotic. Um, so, a lot of trust you're putting into the guys around you. But um, man, honestly, I, I did enjoy it. And um, format-wise, the only thing I could think of is maybe. Uh, I don't know, maybe only do two. Maybe do two mains at, at 10 laps with maybe seven minutes. Just because, I mean, it, it's so chaotic that, you know, by the time you roll into the gate, you get the whole shot device, you're kind of scrambling, you're getting goggles, and then the, the two-minute board's already up. So 
I don't know. I'm still trying to take it all in. You know, all in all, come out of here uh, healthy, and um, we learned a lot. You know, and like I said, it felt good to be back on on the gate racing. I'm super cross going global. We're here in Cardiff. It's quite unbelievable, really, that this like to see a track that got here in Cardiff and race it first time. Really good for the sport, I think. I do. I mean, you know, like this sport's all about the fans, and I know. Uh, Depending on what side you're on, I know a lot of people in America are uh, maybe not maybe ragging, not ragging, just kind of discrediting the series. But I'll tell you what, man, for coming to a country that doesn't ever get Supercross racing and to a stadium and to a whole group of people that maybe aren't the most familiar with building Supercross tracks and everything, I'll tell you what, it was loud in there tonight. And uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people that maybe think, oh, he's just saying that. But I'm telling you what, for the whole, for a lot of the bottom row being closed off, just due to do the you know they don't want anyone going to the stands it was pretty loud and packed in there so i don't know you know we'll see how it goes in melbourne but all in all i i very much enjoyed tonight and uh i'm glad things went as smoothly as they did and just uh on on racing overseas obviously supercross is the home in america it must be nice for you to come here to uk i'm not sure if you've ever been here before what's it like being here in wales cardiff and you know, it's it's a kids to tell the, or it's a story to tell the kids in the future. If anything else, did you travel the world and seen these different cultures? You know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I said, man, I'm just so thankful to be able to come, uh, be a part of this and go racing. Um, never been to, to Cardiff, um, and uh, to be honest, like I really have been trying to enjoy what I'm doing a little bit more and uh, trying to take a deep breath along the way and enjoy the scenery. So. You know, we got the rental car. The rental car was stick shift uh, or manual. And uh, so I don't have very much experience with that. So driving on the wrong side of the road with manual, like, I, honestly, it was it was comical. It was it was a little stressful, but, dude, I enjoyed it. It's something like, I don't know, it's like learning a new trick or something, you know. it's uh, I can't tell you how long it's been since you have to get in a car and, like, really focus on what you're doing. And, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. All in all, I really did enjoy it, and, and I hope this uh, – is only a stepping stone to what comes in the future. And just on last year, you obviously got an opportunity with Factory Kawasaki. What was it like being part of a factory team again? It must have been amazing, and I'm sure you're keeping your fingers crossed. You get a phone call in the next few weeks and try and get something up for next year. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's the goal. Um, you know, obviously there's not a lot of rides out there right now, so if the opportunity of a fill-in ride comes, um, you know, I would love to love to have it. Um, I enjoy Cowie as, as a whole, the, the corporation, everyone on the team, you know, they, they do a great job. Um, and honestly, I mean, I had, I did ACL and I had 13 days of actual riding time since since my ACL and uh, we went racing outdoor and, and the boys at Cowie did such a good job getting me comfortable and we were able to continue to make progress and, uh, you know, we got on the podium for one moto and then um, felt like we, we made really good progress, I really do. So. I enjoyed it a lot being back. Being on a factory team is obviously was the goal as a kid, and I was there um, shorter than I wanted to be, but um, I, I don't feel like um, I'm at the end of my career by any means. And uh, I do think that if another factory ride comes about, you know, I, I want to try to once again prove that you know that I deserve a ride, and uh, yeah, see where it goes from there. And uh, last question: If maybe worst case you don't get anything in america a top factory mxgp rider gets injured and you get a phone call to race mxgp would that be something to be interested in oh man if i'm being and, and, and do you follow mxgp oh i follow mxgp yeah uh, I, I try to stay up and watch them but if not depending on times it's a lot of times it's perfect because flying home sundays after outdoors or, or supercross or depending on where the series lines up 
Um, I always watch the highlights on the plane. So I am a big fan. I'm a big fan of Crowley, which was awesome to be able to, to get over there and uh, to uh, to get up, to be on the gate with him. I mean, the guy's a legend, you know, and uh, he was kind enough to give me a jersey and kind of felt a little weird fanboying over him. But somebody like that, man, he's just such a legend. And uh, I'm a big fan of Hurlings. You know, the guy's uh, unbelievable on a motorcycle. Um, so I definitely follow it as far as going to race it. I don't know that I'd want to step into that. That's uh, that's a big task, and man, what those guys ride on like is is kind of gnarly. And uh, gnarly. I don't know if I uh, I don't know if I want to go down that route. If I'm being honest. Thanks for being on. Uh, Dylan Schwartz, obviously racing here in Cardiff, the first round of WSX. First of all, can you just tell me a little how you thought the event went? It's obviously the first time running this. Yeah, um, it surprisingly went pretty smooth. Um, wasn't really any issues with the way things are ran. Um, yeah, everything seemed to go to plan um, as far as uh, their part. And how, can you just talk me through your main events? It's pretty chaotic out there and starts are very, very important because the races are so short. Yeah, I got tangled up in the heat race so uh, I didn't get a good um, gate pick so I was starting on the very outside all the main so I never really got a good start and never really got a good result just because it's so it was so hard to pass and um, yeah, just just couldn't get up front. Um, the starts are key in, in this style of racing, and we just couldn't get a start this weekend. So, yeah. What was your thoughts on the format? Have you ever raced anything like this before? I know in Australia they do it, but have you ever experienced it? And what was your thoughts on the format? Did you like it, or maybe you like a break in between each moto? Um, yeah, I think it would definitely be better if they put like a, a 250 and then a 450, 250, 450 kind of thing instead of just uh, all one class. Just give us a little break in between. But, um, I mean, it worked out, and it is what it is. So, And is, have you ever been in the U.K. before? What's your thoughts on Cardiff? Like the city, pretty easy. Everyone speaks English. That's one thing you don't have to adjust to. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool here, and everyone, everyone speaks English, so... I mean, the only difference really is the, the money. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been easy. It's been cool um, walking around and going to all the restaurants and stuff like uh, that. What's your thoughts on the track? I'd say it's probably on par with maybe one of the more basic AMA Supercross tracks, but that's still pretty cool to see because usually we have to go to America to see anything like that. So I think that's good for the sport. Yeah, um, the track was all right. I mean, it's pretty um, simple, and I think it was more one line than anything. But... Um, I was surprised. I heard it was going to be more like tamed down style, which it, it was pretty peaky um, and close together. But um, overall, it wasn't bad. It was just m made the racing really tight and wasn't a lot of passing. But, you know, it's our first go, and uh, I think it went well for the first and time. Just on WSX, would you be, uh, are you keen to, to come back and race it again next year, or is that still up in the air? Yeah, it's still up in the air right now. Uh, and just what are your plans at the moment for next year? For me, I think you're probably a better motocross rider. Do you agree? And uh, maybe we could see you in Europe to do some motocross races. Would that be something that would interest you? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely won't be going to Europe. Um, I think I'll be staying in America or um, maybe if this series takes off, kind of doing this and then race in America as well. I, I just think going to Europe, it, it kind of just ends your career. So I, I'm trying to just get better at... Um, being better at Supercross, I, I practice it good. I just, I just need to do what I do in practice in the race, and and we'll be all right. But just getting some experience, and I think this will help going back to America too. Um, 
just getting some more gate time in and uh, racing like hard with the guys. These guys, and obviously it was pretty chaotic out there. Um, a lot of rubbing, but so I think it'll help me out overall. Um, so, but yeah, I look forward to riding uh, American Supercross next year. Yeah, thank you. Give me the credit. Hey, Jordy, take share. We're here at Cardiff, WSX. You've obviously got so much experience. A former MXC World Champion, done lots in GPs, but what was it like racing out there? Something very, very different to what you're used to? Yeah, it's completely different, you know. Uh, I'm not used to it. Uh, even if I ride quite a lot of Supercross since my young career, it's always different, you know. Uh, there this weekend was a lot of top guys from the US and even some French guys. So. Uh, you know, my goal was just to improve lap after lap, and it's what I did, you know. I'm a little bit frustrating about my motos. I had a little crash in the first main, and then the second one I had a good start, but yeah, I got stuck with Ken Roxanne in the whoops, but actually I just improved my three motos, and um, not so many hours on the bike, so I still need to improve quite a lot, but it's what I said, like 2022 is to improve, and 2023 we try to make something good, so... Uh, now we have two weeks since uh, Melbourne for the next one. I'm pretty excited, you know, I really enjoyed it, so I'm uh, looking forward to it. And this is obviously the first w uh, WSX in history. How did you think it go? I thought it was a really good success and something to build on for the yeah. future. Yeah, I think it's pretty good for our sport, you know. I'm pretty stoked about it. You know, um, for me, uh, our sport is going really bad in MGP, so when I hear about this, uh, this new championship, you know, for the riders, for the team, it just just really nice you know so uh, for me I'm pretty excited I, I really hope it's gonna grow again and again but I think we could see like so many spectators tonight and so many good riders some good battles so uh, we will see how it goes for the next one but I think it's a good uh, it's a really good thing for our sport and what was your thoughts on the format I've never seen anything like that before I know they do it in Australia Supercross but have you ever raced anything like that before and First of all, did you enjoy it? And second of all, do you think we can maybe make improvements for to help the riders? Or did, do you think it's perfect the way it is? Yeah, I think we just need a little bit of time, a little yeah, bit more time between yeah. the motos. Yeah. But actually, it's kind of a format which you need to be strong to three motos. And I can see that physically I, I felt good, I improved, and I felt good the last motos also. So uh, it's something really new, I think, for everyone, e even the US guy. And I hear Ken Roxon said, it's better to do 20 plus 1 than this format, you know, so uh, it was quite hard, but I really enjoy it, you know, so uh, we will see if they're going to change something or not, we will see. And just on the past few years in MXGP, you've been running your own team, just how was that when you reflect on it? Are you happy with what you're able to achieve? I mean, on a privateer setup, getting some top 10 results, it's not easy, but you were able to do that. Obviously not every week, but the depth in MXGP is crazy, so I think you'd be pretty happy with what you know. It was super experience, you know, uh, running my own team was, was really tough, you know. Uh, I'm lucky to have a good group of people around me. I think about, uh, yeah, my parents, my dad, uh, my girlfriend, uh, which are the most important person around me, otherwise it should not be possible to make it. So uh, I think we did a great job uh, the last three years fighting around the top ten, but I think in MEGP now, if you don't have a really good bike, I mean factory bike, you can't expect riding top five. So. Um, Actually, as a former watch M, it was a new experience for me. I did it good. I had some lows and better things, but uh, at the end, I have no regrets. I tried it. I gave my best. It works on weekends, sometimes not, but uh, it was a nice experience. And what's the future hold for Jody Texier? Obviously, next year, you're planning to race the full WSX series. Is that all that's on the table at the moment? 
privacy you do selected MXGP rounds or is it goodbye to your MXGP career? No, for me, you know, it's only about Supercross now. Uh, I mean, uh, I did, I started my career in MXGP 2011, we are 2022, I did 11 years MXGP. I got to watch him, I won the nation. Um, you know, I think I achieved my goal and, uh, you know, riding for HSC on the Nils with Giacomo, it's a super nice opportunity for me, you know. Uh, Supercross is something I really like, so I really gonna enjoy it. So uh, I signed for this year, 2023, and of, end of 2023, we'll see what I'm gonna do. But I will stay Supercross for sure. What was the decision to go Supercross only for next year? Uh, is it reflective of where MXGP is at the moment? And do, do you think the organizers need to change things? And if they did change things, like, I don't know, offer prize money, would you maybe open, be open to racing it in the future again? Yeah, of course. I think, for me, uh, MXGP needs to change something. Uh, we saw this year that it was it was really bad. Uh, you know, 15 riders behind the gate, and when you go overseas, only eight riders MX2 in Indonesia was was really bad to see. You know, uh, so I think they really need to change something, and that's why I think WA6 it's um, it's a good thing for whole sport. You know, uh, there is a lot of more money, uh, prize money. Um, so I think I think MXGP needs to change something if they don't don't want to. If they don't want to stop pretty soon. Uh, Dean Wilson, the first ever WSX, but a history made tonight. Just overall, how did you think the event ran? I thought it was a really successful one yeah. for the first time in France. Yeah, I think the event ran really well. Crowd was awesome. Uh, cool stadium, good city. I think they did a really good job, so I think it was cool. And what was it like being back home racing in uh, UK soil? It must have uh, been pretty, it and was... you must have seen people you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll go in here. Um, yeah, it was so cool. Just I had a lot of family here, and uh, and you know, obviously being in the UK, I had lots of fans, and obviously a massive disappointment. Another disappointment for Team GB. You know, I just I was just not prepared. Um, I did what I could with the time I had, but just not enough time on the bike. So it is what it is. It was a rough day. Nothing much more to say. I just need it be better. You're probably very motivated for the Nations and probably very motivated the race in front of people you haven't seen in a long time over both weekends. Maybe trying a little bit too hard as well. Yeah, no, not so much that. Just just needed, just like I haven't even rode this bike on hard pack yet till to this weekend. I've been riding on more of a East Coast clay track and um, so just like like learning how the bike reacts and stuff like that. I've been on an Austrian bike for eight years so I just struggled put myself in bad positions off the start. It was a bit rough, but um, there were some pauses and uh, definitely got some work to do and for Melbourne. And what was your thoughts on the track? How would it compare to like a more basic AMA track? And Kenny said it was very, very slick. He hasn't rode anything as slick in years. Yeah, it was very, very slick. Um, AMA track, we probably would have had some whoops that you skimmed. Like, I felt like it was a lot, really followed the leader. It was really hard to pass, unfortunately, after the finish line. You know, it was just, it was hard to pass. So uh, yeah, it was tough. And going from Red Bull motocross the nations two weeks later riding to this, I mean, even as a fan watching, it's completely different. It's two different worlds. Oh, yeah. How quickly does it take you to adapt? Because you need to be switched on from, especially in Supercross, because yeah. if you make one mistake, it can be over like that. So you need to be, you need to get your head in the game from the get-go. Yeah, and that for sure. And that's why starts are really important, because you stay out of the, the chaos. Being back there, it's just chaotic. There's crashes everywhere, and it was sketchy, so... 
is what it is. Rough day, but. Uh, what was your thoughts on the format? Uh, I know they do it in Australia. Have you ever raced a format like that before? And did you like it? And would yeah. you keep it the same, or maybe make changes to help the riders? Because not having a break in between is pretty chaotic for you guys. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've done this format. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. As a fan in yeah. the stands, I'm sure it's cool to watch, but as a racer, it's, it's just dangerous. Um, there's lots, you're taking three times more risk racing because you just don't know what can happen. So, uh, yeah. And plans for next year? It's going to be WSX and AMS Supercross. No nationals? or is No, that still no nationals. Just US Supercross, um, World Supercross, and then Australia. And are you looking forward to traveling? more of the world next year and doing World Supercross. I think that's one of the good things about being global. You guys get so used to racing in America and come here to Cardiff, come here all around the world. Is that something you enjoy to do? Oh, for sure. Definitely enjoy it. It's, it's good to uh, travel and get to race your dirt bike. Uh, so very fortunate to do that and be in that position. So yeah, it's good.